Hey everybody, this is Real Deep Stuff. Christy Fettles here, your host, and I am on location. I can't believe it, but I'm in Spain, and I'm in Spain with my awesome sister-in-law, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hola. Hola, very good. (laughs) (laughs) Buenos dias. (laughs) (laughs) No hablo espanol. So we are doing this crazy thing, walking the Camino. We're so excited. We started, what, how long ago? We started talking about it like a year ago. It was like last summer we started. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we'll just fast forward right now. We're sitting outside with, you'll hear birds and cars and trees blowing in the wind and want to make it feel like you're here with us. So I guess we'll get started by introducing my wonderful sister-in-law, Michelle. So where are you from? Texas. <laughs> Dallas, Texas. So yes. Yep. And uh, so we know each other because of our husbands or brothers. And I know uh, Bruce and I just did our four-part anniversary series and 33 years this year. And so how long have y'all been married? Well, do you want Bart to answer that or me? <laughs> Funny you should ask that question. <laughs> Didn't so, Recently, we were in Venice, Florida together, and he was put on the spot by our fisherman asking how long y'all had been married. And do you remember what he said? He could not exactly remember. He knew it was 20-something, but he was thinking closer to 25. And actually, this year, it will be 30. Oh, he's still in the doghouse over this. And another guy, I remember, came walking up, and he thought that the fisherman had caught some big deal fish because we were all, like, laughing and loud. Yes. And he came up, and he's like, what's going on? Oh, yes, and he gave him a hard time. Like, <laughs> Dude. (laughs) I said, well, this guy here can't remember how long he's been married. And it's going to be 30 years. And the guy was like, yeah, that's bad, dude. (laughs) So Bart is still trying to defend himself, but he can't. Not on this one. No. Too many witnesses. Too many witnesses. I love it. So we have been through... Um, a lot with our family and we like good stuff and we've traveled a lot together already you guys go in the rv with us all over the place this is the first time solo for us there's the two of us i know we miss our fellas but this is fun it is this is so fun so yeah so we started talking about the way well hold on (laughs) i was just about to say that so you and I were talking on the phone one day, and we were just talking like bucket lists and things like that, and I said, I've always wanted to do the Camino, and I said, ever since I saw the movie The Way many years ago, and just it never left me. I just really wanted to do that, and Bruce and I talked about doing it together. Of course, he would love to do it, but you know, that thing called work, and uh, you know, he works remote, I work remote job is highly more flexible than his and we just weren't sure because we heard that people walk the the Camino for months and so we just weren't sure like you know how long he could be gone so he just was like I I'm not gonna be able to go and I remember talking to you one day like I'm so sad you know he said he'd have to wait till retirement and you know that's fine but and then you were just like I'll go (laughs) like do you know what you're saying (laughs) what was your first thought when I said that I'm always up to go the word go I love it and I didn't really know much about it when you brought it up I don't think I had seen the movie but apparently this is a bucket list for Bart too that (laughs) 
He's made that abundantly clear many times in our planning. Yes. <laughs> We're doing the legwork and then... Yes. So that they can come next time and be yes. prepared. Yes. Yeah, so... We've been saying we're like the recon team yes. to go try it out and then bring everybody next year. And whoever can go, at least our guys, but hopefully some of our kids. That would be really fun. Yeah. So we started talking and then more seriously talking and then maybe started looking online at things. And one thing leads to another. Next thing you know, we're talking dates and it becomes more real. Six months later, making plane reservations. Mm-hmm. I remember that day. We were a three-way call because you're in Texas and I'm in North Carolina. And then I don't know where the dude from American was. But I remember thinking, this is this is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we did it. We did it. Booked our flight. So then we had to figure out how are we going to walk it. Are we backpacking? How long do we really want to be gone? How many miles a day? There's a lot of decisions made. And, some, you know, when you see people walking the Camino, everyone's just, like, slowly sauntering along. But there is a boatload of decisions leading up to that point. Yes. Yeah. So want to share about, like, why we chose what we did as far as the length of time and stuff? Well, Christy might be a little more adventurous than me. <laughs> I wasn't up for <laughs> staying in, like, I'm open to hostels, but I'm not open to sharing bunk beds. <laughs> and communal showers. And communal showers. Not, no, no. Wasn't kind of up for that. So we found several different companies where you can, they will book your flights and, or not flights, but hotels and they transfer your luggage, so... So that was the first decision, was hotel or albergue, which is hostel. Um, we've stayed in hostels before, but not many, but the ones we did were, were in Europe were just a really good experience. But you never know what you're going to get where you go. And we started reading online, like, people saying, out of 10 albergues, only three had bed bugs. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you just lost me right there. <laughs> No. And then I heard, yeah, fleas can be a thing. And I'm like, mm, double no. Mm-mm. And we're not saying they're all bad. We're not. I'm sure that is the exception. But we don't want to chance it. And especially, I mean, even here, like last night, you heard someone snoring through the walls. Yes. Imagine if you were staying all in the same room, bunk beds close together. Yes. The one word snore is, is my red line. Like, I, knowing you have to walk a lot... I can't lose my night of sleep. And you were nervous after the first time. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. But since you opened the door, um, the first night we, so, okay, so let's see. We, you flew from Dallas to Charlotte and then we flew to Munich. Yes. And we had a wonderful four hour layover <laughs> in a small airport which we got to know very well and it was great everybody was super nice and food was good and then we flew from Munich to Madrid mm-hmm. and then from Madrid to Santiago and so that was four cities in one flight span Hi. which was hola three hola, oh, hola. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the sun. Yes. <laughs> Have a good night. Buenas noches. Um, so yeah, so we are live on on the road right now, and that's pretty cool. I love that everyone is so friendly. 
so we had a very long travel experience, which um, gave us a surprise, gave me a surprise, which leads to your, what you were just saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, once we got to Madrid, we had another four hour layover and that airport was pretty cool. Yes. It had a lot. It had a lot. I mean, it went by super fast. It did. It did. We weren't circling the same people. No. (laughs) We were walking to get our steps in, knowing we were going to be sitting for a long time on flights. And in Munich, a lot of people are just, you know, sitting and waiting. And so we had to walk by them. And they, I think at first they looked curious and then they just looked annoyed (laughs) because we're dragging our luggage with us. So, so yeah, so I feel like, uh, let's see, we covered hostel or albergue versus hotel so then we booked through um one of the travel agencies that will arrange like basically your entire itinerary which is wonderful and they do luggage transfer so here's the big topic is it cheating in my mind no (laughs) (laughs) there's no way i could fit everything that i need i can barely fit it I think fitting it in carry-on is a huge accomplishment. I am so proud of you. <laughs> My family doubted me. I never doubted you, but it was it was a challenge for both of us in different ways. And so we first, if we back up, we decided to do carry-on, not check-in. Right. Yeah, because we wanted everything, you know, small and tight. And, but you know. someone had to do check-in. <sighs> right out the gate. First, <laughs> literally, first flight they pull me over and they're like you're gonna need to check that carry-on I'm like what and I I really tried to talk my way out of it but they had already printed the the luggage tag I was like this is a lost conversation so I thought fine whatever and and so I I just thought I I texted Bruce and I said oh boy (laughs) they took my (laughs) luggage one of them and I hope it makes uh, I hope it makes it there and he responds he goes oh dear he says well at least there's no connections and I was like there's two connections <laughs> and three more planes. And that was the point of doing the carry-on. Yes. And so I really tried not to. So travel tip for everybody, including myself, speaking, preaching to the choir here, is I remember we sat down on the plane. You had moved your seat to hopefully we were bookending aisle seats, hoping the two would be empty in between us, and then they got filled up. So that's fine. So you sat down, and then I came in. I was later because they were making me do the luggage thing and you looked at me you're like are you okay and at the time I was sort of okay I was really just like wow that wasn't supposed to happen but I had just told you on the ride to the airport I packed lots of flexibility (laughs) lots of flexibility because we've internationally traveled both of us have and you know it's not going to go according to plan a you know that but I mean, like, right out, didn't get on the first plane without the first giant, you know, detour of like, oh. But I've told you a few tricks now to help. Yes, you're sneaky. <laughs> Want to share them? Well, you just put your luggage on the other side of, of the, the person scanning your boarding pass, and you take a jacket and you cover it. So smart. And do it quickly. Yes. <laughs> and here I was, my luggage was in front of me. Uncovered, and I had my jacket stuffed in the backpack, which made it bigger. I, I did ten points of wrong. Yeah, so I will I will take lessons from you for sure. So you asked me if I'm okay, and I just looked at you like, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, that didn't sound good. <laughs> no. And I sat down because, I mean, I just didn't want to start the trip out with half my stuff. And you and I worked so hard to bring little, a, a little bit. I mean, really, we had a backpack and a carry-on luggage for 20 days. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. And that's all in. That's everything. So... It would just really threw me. I'm a planner, and it really threw me. And I was just like, not expecting that. I just wanted to have all my stuff with me at all points. And I sat down, and I was a, a little undone about that. And really, because she was saying the point was that she didn't think my backpack would fit under the seat, and it did. And it did. And I was like, see, I was thinking to myself, see, it could have been with me because she's like, if I let you have two bulging things, I'll have to let everybody. And it was an oversold flight. Like there was 30 something people on standby. So I get it. She was just doing her job. But I was telling her, I'm like, I will get that backpack under the seat. I promise. And she's like, no. (laughs) So, so, you know, you just got to be polite and go with the flow, follow the rules. So I did. And so anyway, I'm sitting there in the airplane seat and I'm thinking, well, we have like an eight hour and 40 minute flight. So I can either worry about it the entire time or I can just give it to God and let it go. And I thought I'm, I can't control what's happening, but I can control my response to it and why let it rob me of the next almost nine hours of peace when there's nothing I can do about it. So I just leaned into it and I was like, oh dear God, please. And it all worked out. It did. We might have checked a few times the air tag. A few see. hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it now? You know? And then uh, I remember when we got on the last flight to Santiago, it, it looked like it was left behind. It was like 738 miles back. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but your point was, you're like, well, it needs to someone with an iPhone needs to walk by yep. it. And I was like, oh, that's right, that's right. So, um, but you had a, a real fun flight, the Santiago flight. That was fun. Yeah, from uh, Ma- Madrid, yes, yeah. to Santiago, yes. Some guy, you know, didn't start off so well. First, <laughs> you know, I get up politely so he can take yeah. the seat next to me. You are one of the most polite people I've ever known in my life. So oh, Well, thank you. At all times, yes. And then I barely stepped on his toe. And he goes, oh, you broke my toe. And he's like 6'5", 275 pounds. Oh, yeah, at Big least. guy. Yes. And you're this petite thing. <laughs> Not that petite, but... You cannot damage his foot. <laughs> it's not like I had heels on. No. And then, so I guess for payback, the whole time, and I think if you're in the middle seat, you get both armrests. So I, I was fine with him t- doing that. Yes. I had no issue. Yes. But his elbow was in my space, and he was leaning all in my space, practically the whole flight. And he just gave you the, sat, the side eye the whole time. Because I kept looking over worried about you. Because I knew that y'all hadn't gotten off on the right foot. No, oh, no pun intended. <laughs> I mean, you were getting up to let him in. It was a total accident. And you har- hardly, I saw it. And he was like, ow, ooh, you broke my toe. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> we don't want to be the next viral airplane video. <laughs> nope. And, and he just did kind of like take more and more you know space up on your side to where you were like leaning <laughs> over the armrest into the aisle 
and I mentioned one time, I thought I was talking in code enough that only you would understand that I was mentioning that. And he looked at me with a side <laughs> eye. And I'm like, oh, I'm not saying anything else. That's no, uh-uh. So, so that was a short, long flight for you. I am thankful it was only like an hour flight. So, yes. <laughs> for sure. And, yep. And so we we traveled overnight. The one to Munich was like we left the the states at four in the afternoon Mm -hmm. and then it was 7 a.m in germany so our time is all messed up and i talked before um i think it was the the episode previous to this one about oh yeah the mental health of blood sugar um how my blood sugar responds with stress response and does these weird things which is why i have this freestyle libre sensor on and um so we finally get to the into the road and we get the luggage it's like okay is my bag there you know i oh sorry oh, I my stepped toe. on your toe oh no your toe i broke your toe <laughs> <laughs> i really think that was a him issue myself you know that and you handled it gracefully for sure so yeah so we we see that beautiful piece of luggage come off on the belt and i'm like hallelujah and i start i'm starting to look at life a little differently where things when they're thrown at us or just the unexpected happens instead of kind of bracing in my mind I go to worst case scenario all the time I I don't know it's just I don't know coping skill I guess but I'm starting to change that and I'm starting to say you know what this is going to be a glory story this is going to be where God gets to show up and show off and shine And and he did because that piece of luggage had many opportunities to go lots of places Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it wound up in the right spot so happy so then we called for the travel service to come get us yes and little language barrier about where to meet but we figured that out miguel miguel was wonderfully nice (laughs) wonderful man but, you know, I'm not a very trusting person, so I'm taking pictures of the car and the license plate. It's Ladies, it's very important you do this. I always take a picture of the license plate and the car, and I, and I make the, the driver say our name first. And then I've already asked what the driver's name will be, and we're going to get all that cleared up before we get in a car. I had nightmares about this over the past year of planning this. We get something goes sideways with that, with any point of driving in cars with other people so yeah so that worked out really well we stayed at a really nice hotel but you know it's funny when we uh, my family did a mission trip in Ecuador fell in love with that country and the people and I had no idea I'd never been to that type of elevation it was 14,000 feet at one point 13,000 feet was an average and I had zero idea that I would have altitude sickness but I felt like I was having a heart attack the entire time it was brutal it was brutal I just literally the pain in my chest it's not even that you couldn't catch your breath it was like literally like a gorilla just squeezing your heart in its hand and I just had never had altitude sickness before so I haven't had this this um, glucose sensor on with this type of disruption to daily life this long travels like two days of travel and so you, you are so comfy in your bed. You got your eye mask and your earplugs, and you're like, oh, you're down for the count. Well, I didn't sleep on the plane except maybe very short. Yeah. Yes. I don't think anybody gets a lot of good sleep on the plane. I tried, but you get the people that are talking, you know, or 
in my case, two seats over, a, a girl, I felt so bad for her. She was sick, just coughed and sneezed the whole time. So I wound up putting a mask on <laughs> because I thought, I can't, I can't. We're, we're just at the start of this thing. I can't catch anything. So anyway, um, yeah, that night was rough because we're all out of whack with our sleep. And so my glucose sensor starts going off like every 20 minutes that I'm hitting lows, new lows, new lows. I mean, like 54, 53, and then and it, it started at 3 a.m. and went all the way to like 8 a.m. And at one point, the last, and I got up, and I, I hate eating middle of the night. I talked about that on the other episode. And I'm drinking my protein shake, and I'm eating peanuts, and the <laughs> peanuts are falling in the floor in the dark, and then I'm imagining big Spanish bugs coming to get the peanuts, and and then I had, we had the window open, but I closed it because we were on the second floor. I didn't know if a bat would come in because <laughs> there are no screens on the windows, and you know, like bats, you don't feel it when they bite. I just just didn't want to, <laughs> so I closed the window. <laughs> and so all this is happening, and I'm turning on lights. Yeah, hola. Hola. <laughs> And I'm turning on lights and I'm turning on, and I can't figure out the switches because like you went to bed, but like we had to have our phones charging and stuff. So when I hit the, the power, the light switch, all the power went off, like outlets and everything. So then I'm groping in the dark to find my way back to the, I it's just, a, it was a comedy of errors. I was clueless to it all. <laughs> you just were like <laughs> dead on the bed. <laughs> I'm like, where's the power? And then every time that sensor went off, I was just like, no. And then the the last one, and so I started kind of ignoring them. Like even if it was below 55, I was I just was so tired, upside down. That well, I'm glad you slept. You slept great because <laughs> you you know. It was it was audibly evident you were sleeping. Well. Yeah, but you just said that for it was very short. Just it a was few very times. short that you were uh, what? <laughs> I don't know if it was quite snoring, but it could have just been a soft sigh. Oh, it was not a <laughs> sigh, a loud purr, maybe <laughs> leaning towards snoring. And after the um, after being up constantly with this monitor, and then the thing about the window with the bat, and then the power, and then the snoring, I just went, "Okay, this is we're just gonna call this night a transition night. <laughs> there will be no rest had tonight." <laughs> but then you were completely silent the rest of the night and um so all that worked out but i was pretty upside down so the last glucose alarm that went off it actually said it didn't even give me a number it said out of range it said lo low in all caps out of range i'm like well shoot (laughs) what is that you know and on the graph i mean it was like down to like 40 something and i was like oh no so i'd been up eating in the bathroom and everything and I I was it was scary I was like what is happening to me I don't know what's happening my body you kept saying it might be the time change like your your body's like off like Mm -hmm. we didn't eat dinner at the right time and all that stuff so yeah so when you awoke Sleeping Beauty (laughs) I looked like the monster under the bed sitting on the side with my head in my hands like oh it's gonna be a day (laughs) <laughs> but we went downstairs to a big surprise. 
Wonderful breakfast. What a spread. Quite a spread. And what is it called? Santiago cake? Yes. Yes. Oh, that almond cake tart thing. For breakfast, yum. Absolutely wonderful. And we were late getting down there. And so they had put a fresh one out. Never cut. I was like, yeah. And the fresh squeezed orange juice. Oh, that made me so happy. I always say that's my two luxuries in life. If I could, if I could have a spoiled life, it would be to have fresh squeezed orange juice every day and a brand new pair of socks every day. Don't judge. That's just the way I feel. <laughs> Don't get those things. But I would love that. So to see that that's like not even a big deal here. There's fresh squeezed orange juice everywhere. Mm-hmm. Who knew? I'm so happy. If there's anything else. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy. So, yeah, we, we sat there eating breakfast and taking our supplements. And I just remember looking at you across the table feeling like I was practically seeing two of you. I just was really <laughs> upside down. And that was that was kind of hard. But, yeah, we got our transfer to uh, Saria. Yeah. And that was super fun once we got there. It was. It was a beautiful ride. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the town? It was... I'm trying to think back. We were there yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we yes. walked down to the little church. Yes, we walked out. Yes. I just love the... <laughs> I told you I store things and they have problems coming out of my brain. <laughs> All good. <laughs> I just like the little streets Mm -hmm. going through the town Mm -hmm. that you don't think cars can go down, but they do. Mm -hmm. And you better move because they're not going (laughs) to. No. And they go fast. (laughs) Yeah, we went through kind of more of the um, town center. I don't want to say the touristy part, but, you know, we're like where the shops and stuff are. And then we quickly found ourselves off the beaten path, which was really fun. I'm glad that you're up for that challenge (laughs) because we were definitely off the beaten path. We were pretty lost at that point, but we kind of knew the direction that we needed to eventually head back to. And we were miraculously... We ended did. Up. We did. We ended up right at our hotel. And, and I was like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I was so surprised to turn the corner and go. I was like, I think we're staying here. <laughs> How did we make a giant circle? But in that time, we saw those really friendly chickens. Yes. They thought we were going to feed them because they came like running right up to us. And I was like, oh, sorry. Just to disappoint. But remember the old little rickety gate that led to an old another rickety gate up this very yes. overgrown stair walk. Yes, we were very curious, so we had to check it out. <laughs> and you were like, well, I've gone this far. You go, because <laughs> it's too separate. <laughs> and it's really, like, spookily overgrown, and the rocks were loose, and we're like, okay, we can't get hurt before we start the Camino. So we're very careful. So we make it to the top. You remember what was there? Yeah, like an old playground with this creepy looking play horse <laughs> it was so freaky it was like a b-rated horror movie scene See, there was like vines growing on this one chair that maybe the adult would have sat in while the kids played and then like the all the play stuff was dilapidated and fallen down all it needed was that old doll that was in the window oh my gosh that doll is creepy her <laughs> eyes follow you she walked by it's like an, there's lots of antique stores and this one doll just like we both were like <gasps> at the same time <laughs> if that doll had been at that playground 
<laughs> I probably would have screamed. <laughs> yeah, that I I said, oh, this would be such a good place for you know a horror movie. This was really really creepy because we had it, it. You know, you could tell it was something at some point because there were steps in the gate. But at the top, it was so overgrown. We were just so curious. So we weren't sure if we were supposed to be up there. Didn't It there didn't was, say no, no trespassing. Or no, what? no, no. It didn't say no, nothing. No. Yeah. And then we met a woman on the street that started talking to us yes. very demonstratively. Laura. No, no. The the woman, the, oh, that the lady that oh, yes, she that just kept way. pointing and pointing and talking to us. And I just kept saying, no, habla espanol. <laughs> Only English. And she was... Very passionate about what she, she was saying. Was, yes. Didn't you think she was trying to get us to like walk where she was walking or something? I don't know if she wanted us to like, yeah, follow her. To yeah, like then I was like curious if she needed money, but you would think she would say dinero. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We, she, but she kind of wouldn't let it go. Like no. we, I just kept saying, "I'm so sorry, I'm sorry." You know, pico English or pico español. I and we just we couldn't get past it. But we just never figured out what she was trying to say. No, but she was very passionate about it. Like, she was, yeah, nice. But I just felt bad that we couldn't. And so then we found this cute little uh, point of interest to take a picture with, and. Uh, you know, you and I are going to be taking pictures of each other with things. But I was like, oh, here comes a, a nice looking young woman that might take our pictures. So I asked her and she did. So we started talking. So we made our first friend. Yes. Remember Laura. her name? Laura. Yes, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Laura from Germany. So hi, Laura, if you ever hear this. Um, yeah, she's traveling alone. Her friend was going to come, but then couldn't at the last minute. So, um, yeah, so she's by herself. And it was fun to just kind of stand there and talk to her. Yeah. Making... We saw her several different times. Saw her at dinner. Yeah, she came over to the table. Saw her at mass. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, after the church thing, we went to um, the, the picture we were taking, explored more. Then we went to dinner, which was wonderful. It was cool they put tuna fish on the salads they bring you, like the appetizer salad. I don't know new. if it was cool, but well, it was different. <laughs> it was, I, I, any other day I would love to eat tuna fish, but seafood is not always good to me, so I'm not going to do a lot of that. I know we're in Spain. I know it's what you're supposed to do, but we also have a lot of miles to walk, so I'm going to be conservative on the fish thing. <laughs> but the bread, oh my oh, gosh. Mm, dipped in olive oil, but... Like you said, the olive oil, I think, was meant for the salad dressing. <laughs> Back home, we're like olive oil and balsamic vinegar for bread. Well, if we were in Italy, that would be a thing. Yes, you're right. And we thought, oh, they're just using white balsamic. And it was really oil and vinegar for the salad we didn't know. So they're probably like, why are they dredging their bread and all in the salad dressing? But it was good. But we were hustling through <clears throat> dinner because we wanted to make it to a 7 o'clock mass. Yes. We're not Catholic, but same God, <laughs> same Jesus, and just wanted to kind of do what the locals do, be part of the neighborhood. It was beautiful. It was. Didn't understand a word they said, but... No, no, but it was beautiful. I understood Dies and Cristo, you know, and, and it was just really, really neat to come together and do something with a lot of probably fellow pilgrims for the Camino, and then maybe some locals... And they offered communion, and we got to take communion, and mm -hmm. it was just very special. It was. We didn't really know the routine of these things, because it was like our first thing after 
settling in there. And I don't think I've ever been to a mass before. Okay, okay. Well, like when we visited New York one time, mm-hmm. how Barton Bruce screw up as Episcopalian. Yes. I've done that. Yeah. <gasps> that reminds me. Did I ever tell you the most embarrassing story ever? I mean, it, this one still makes me want to hide. So I grew up Baptist. I've been a me lot too. of ba- Baptist, yeah. Methodist, and Presbyterian. I've been all, all of them. And I went to Bruce's Episcopalian Church, and I, would, I had that weird OCD germ thing. So I'm like, I'm not going to be at the end of the line drinking out of that cup. <laughs> I'm not. I can't. I mean, I know it's communion and sacred and holy, but I'm not drinking after anybody. They didn't do it the last night. No, they didn't do any of the of the wine. Mm-mm, just the bread. So at that church service, I told Bruce, I said, when it's time to go up, I have to be first. I'm going to run. I'm going to run. <laughs> to be, I will look like an enthusiastic <laughs> communion taker because I, I cannot drink after anybody. And so I was first. So I beelined. I, How many people did you knock over to get? Oh, a few. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm first in line and the priest is there and he uh, gives me the bread and then he has the cup held out and so I lean in and I sip it and I think we're all it. good <laughs> and then and I'm sitting there and I look over and as everyone else down the line is doing it they're dipping their bread in it so <laughs> I was afraid of drinking after somebody and I in turn made Everybody drink after me. (laughs) I was so mortified. I was like, can we leave, please? I can't, I can't face any of these people. I just think that the thing that I was running and hiding from the problem I created for everybody else. I was, I mean, really one of the most things I'm not proud of. I was like, I don't know how you do things in an Episcopal church. You should have told me. He's like, well, we've done it both ways. I'm like, well, you could have at least said anyway. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I drank out of the chalice that you're only supposed to dip in and then we'll do both. Right. So like how am I how are you supposed to know? No one only people dipped there. Hola. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's fun. So last night I made sure I was not first in line for mass because I didn't know what I was getting into for the communion. And so I was watching. I was tiptoe on my tiptoes looking over everybody's shoulders like, what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? So that was cool, though. That, that was. And then the mass ended and all the, all the people like rushed up to this room off to the side. And we're standing in line. Do you remember what you asked me? Well, you were like, I wonder what the line's for. And I said, I don't know. I've been looking inside. I said, maybe it's confession. And then I said, okay, you first. Because <laughs> I could have a lot of confessions all the time. And, I mean, since we're not Catholic, we don't know what that protocol is. And so you're like, well, people are going in the room, but then they're coming back out. I'm like, well, with confession... Okay, that could be a thing. I thought we were going through, like, the door to go to, like, a garden in the back and see more of the property or something. But then you said people were coming back out. I'm like, well, let's, we're here. Let's just see what it is. Yeah. So it's to get our little passport. So when you do the Camino, they give you a passport, and you got to get it stamped, like, two times each day on your walk. And yeah, that's what yeah. they were doing. Yeah. The guy at the, um, at the hotel desk said any uh, shop church um restaurant hotel everyone can stamp 
And I just never, I was so caught up in the beautifulness of the mass that mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about that. But all the pilgrims just made a mad dash for that room. And so we just got in line. Like you They know. must have understood what he was saying. Oh. Because one word I did understand was Camino. Okay. And it was kind of funny that the, um, so there was the priest that, that did the mass. But then there was like the other priest that sat with him that was kind of the helper for the mass. Mm-hmm. And this older gentleman. And I, I, I kind of had to do a double take because one minute the older gentleman is in you know the priestly white robe and everything it looks very official and I remember him saying to the group that had already gathered which we didn't know why at that point was like you know un momento por favor and he vanishes and I'm just kind of sitting here watching like I don't know we're not in a hurry I'm like I don't know and he comes out in like chinos and a sweatshirt (laughs) I'm just like wait a minute you were just in a robe and yeah servicing mass and now you're you look like one of us now and so he was the one that did the passports and that's cool asking everybody where they're from yes that's kind of fun i guess america wasn't that interesting because the other people <laughs> he like asked him more questions i know he's like oh american <laughs> whatever <laughs> well i think it's because he asked he asked where i was from and i said because i was first i said america i don't think he heard me because he said where are you from? And so I said, North Carolina, America. And he looks at me and he's like, it's like, he's getting frustrated. He's like, where are you from? And I'm going, I'm thinking, I've just told you twice. So I said, slowly, I was like, America. And he's, he rolled his eyes. He's like, (sighs) and I'm just like, I answered you the first time, but in, I'm, you know, you don't show any of that. You're just like, thank you for, you know, gracias, gracias, and leave it at that, because I answered him. He just didn't hear me, and that, that was totally fine. That was just funny. Oh, oh, I got your foot again. I'm so sorry. You're in flip-flops, and I'm in these clunky running shoes. I'm going to keep my foot back here, I promise. I'm good. Okay, okay. So, okay, we get through mass. We didn't make too many mistakes with that one. That was good. I just followed everyone else. There you go. And it was really pretty that the chapel or church was really, really pretty. So, yeah, we got a much better sleep last night. More so than I thought. Yes. I know I got a lot better (laughs) sleep. That night before, that sensor went off ten times. So I was not getting – and then the whole jet lag thing. You take those – No jet lag. Yes. Tell me about those because I haven't had them. I've taken them several trips now, and I'm – I think they work. You take – one at takeoff, then you take one every two hours, then you take one at landing. What's the magic in them? I don't know, but they're all natural. They're all natural. I don't know if it's a head thing. <laughs> like a psychosomatic <laughs> yeah. placebo. But they, they really help me. I bought them. I had them with me on the plane, but... I'm so sensitive to so many things. I thought, do I really want to cause a scene on a plane when we have to fly over an ocean <laughs> and they have to stick some EpiPen in my leg for something? I thought, I just don't know. But after living through that night's sleep, which there was no sleep, I was regretful. I probably should have tried them. Yeah. You swear by them. I mean. I do. Yeah. So this morning we woke up much more rested, had our breakfast. Oh. Remember the breakfast today? The Nutella. Oh, that it was almost like a flaky croissant type thing with the Nutella in it. 
Oh, they had one left, so we split it. Thank that you was for splitting that with me. Oh, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> I, which, it, it was so fast-paced because they're trying to service the pilgrims so everyone can get out. And it, Yes, everyone we, that does the walk is called a pilgrim. Yes, so we're all pilgrims on our journeys. And so we were just making fast breakfast decisions. And, yeah, that was delicious. Mm-hmm. More fresh squeezed orange juice. Yes. Coffee is wonderful here. Is it? I don't drink, so yeah. Tell us about that. Is it strong? It's strong, and Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. Don't really need, I mean, usually I use flavored cream. You don't need it. Really? Just a little bit of sugar, and I'm good. They even did, like, the little heart foam frothy thing on the top. That That was pretty. That was really pretty for you. So that was good. So, yeah, so then after that, it's we just kind of looked at each other like, well... I guess we start walking because <laughs> a lot of times, you know, there's, there's a tour guide or there's some event that you're going to with a timed entry or something. And this was just like, you start well. when you want to start and when, and I guess, well, when you get to your place yeah. for the night. Yeah. Yeah. So we got our picture by the Saria town. Um, it's not a sign. What is it? Those three dimensional letters that are everywhere now that are so cool nice gentleman um, took that picture for us and and we headed out and we've had a good day of walking we did almost well if you add our extra little walk then we got almost eight miles yeah not bad yeah in, in four hours that's not bad no because we, <laughs> we stopped yeah took a few pictures oh uh, yeah a few yeah almost 200 <laughs> <laughs> That's what Google albums are for. <laughs> oh, and our family's back home. Your husband set that up. Yes, he set up the albums because he knows I don't take pictures. And why do I need to? I'm here with Christy. Because <laughs> I do take a lot of pictures. And hers are much better than mine. No, I just take a lot more. I, I have done photography since I was 10, honestly. And um, yeah, it's just fun. It's a, it's a voice to the world to let people see because five people can be standing beside each other looking at the same thing but everyone sees it differently and so I think a picture shows the way you see something or what it's speaking to you my dad's enjoying seeing the picture (laughs) your dad's cracking me up he's like following real time he's like tracking he is I think he wants to make sure we're all okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what did he say about the pictures about like we were in, like like all we do is eat or something oh yeah yeah is that all all i see is pictures of food <laughs> well in the travel part when trains planes and automobiles there wasn't a lot to take pictures else of you know and so except the souvenirs in the german airport which i thought were really cute <laughs> so i took pictures of those we have a jeep so saw that little german rubber ducky that i really almost bought but it was it was like ten dollars for a rubber ducky. I thought oh, I don't know about that. But I really wanted to do that because of the Jeep Wrangler thing. But that's okay. So so yeah. So we uh, embarked and we've had a good day. We've met um, another friend from West Sussex. Her name is Debbie. Yes. And a very delightful woman. We had a nice long conversation about the royal family because <laughs> I am like you know I have a friend that lives in England and. Uh, that's pretty, I have two friends, but one's American. He's an expat over there. And then one is from there. And so, uh, it was really fascinating to get her thoughts on the Royal family. And she talked from Queen Elizabeth 
all the way to Harry. It yep. is so cool. So cool. And her accent. Her accent's so classy. It, it just makes them sound like five levels smarter. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and just to hear, like, you know, we talked about Charles and Diana and William and Kate and Harry and Meghan and how Queen Elizabeth was Princess Elizabeth and drove the ambulances in the war and oh, I just loved I just loved hearing her her thoughts on everything that was really cool mm-hmm cool friend cool new two new friends now so yes. far Laura and Debbie from two different parts you know of Europe which is super cool so the weather's been beautiful literally not a cloud in the sky very breezy mm-hmm. so even though it's full sun it doesn't feel that way mm-hmm. the, the breeze is quite nice and oh the dog the little dog oh that was the cutest not as cute as dixie but who's dixie (laughs) that's our dog (laughs) (laughs) the queen of your castle (laughs) yes (sighs) she's a norwich norwich terrier Mm -hmm. she runs the house this dog obviously a mutt of some kind but Mm -hmm. the cutest really cute the little black button nose Mm -hmm. And you pointed out the, the thing on the collar. Oh, yeah, little Camino. I still got to find one. It's a little Camino dog yes. tag. Yes. That was so cute. And then we passed them, like, you know, caught up to them a couple of different times today. Mm-hmm. And that little dog was just just walking on air, just so happy to be out there with his mom and dad. So cute. I wonder where they stay that allows dogs. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah. So we saw lots of cows. Yes. A couple of guard dogs. And then them herding the cows. <gasps> oh, the herding of the cows. We happened to walk by the cattle gate as they were literally letting them out onto the Camino walk, wherever they go A to B. And <laughs> the cows were incredibly animated. <laughs> we'll say that way. We'll say that these cows wanted baby cows to come <laughs> forth soon. So <laughs> it was us with a group of like... Uh, like probably young 20 something guys and they were <laughs> laughing they're like get it on video get it on video <laughs> to themselves and I'm sitting there going I got it on video <laughs> they were frisky that was really funny <laughs> and yeah they you can tell the cows know that walk they were like out of my way we got a place to be yep <laughs> so why are you wanting to do this well First of all, you brought it up, and then I was like, okay, let's go. And then, you know, more, it's just, I love the adventure. Uh, just, you know, see what God's leading me, let him speak to me, and just less distractions when you're out like this mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. spending time with you. <laughs> the bug, bug alert, bug alert. <laughs> very fast reactions <laughs> I love that you want to submit I, I don't know many people that would commit to doing what 19 days with me joined at the hip I just really don't other than my husband I, I even think maybe my kids might think that's a lot ditto <laughs> I think I think we we match up really well I think we have um we're a lot of like in some a lot alike in some ways and I think other ways we're different and our strengths come together and we kind of make 
two pieces of a puzzle kind of fit together. And um, you were, you kept saying the first day, you're like, I'm so sorry you're asleep. Because I wasn't going to let that ruin my day. I was just like, I'll just take some Motrin and move on, you know. And um, the breakfast really helped, that yummy breakfast. But you were like, I'm sorry you didn't sleep all well. I said, listen, I'm glad you slept good because we both can't be down at the same time. Yep. So it's, it all, it's all working out great. Um, so you mentioned wanting to listen to God. So uh, it's, it's shocking to me how many people haven't heard of the Camino. Like there's a lot, every, like pretty much everyone I talk to that I don't know has not heard of it. Yeah. There's only a few that I've. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of wild. I went to my acupuncture the day before, well, two days before we left and I want to get one more in. And, uh, I, I told him that I'd be gone, you know, for a little bit and, when I mentioned it, uh, he had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, really? Okay. So, um, so basically, uh, St. James wanted to help spread the gospel. So James, one of the disciples, wanted to spread the gospel. And so he came he- here to do that and to an unreached part way back in his time, A.D., you know, after, after mm-hmm. Jesus uh, was crucified and resurrected. So uh, he came here to a new part of the world. And his, like, pilgrim walk led him here. And this is, to my knowledge, is where he died. And, and so there's at the, the end of the Camino, because there's, there's five different routes, major routes, but then there's, like, sub-routes. Like, you and I are doing the last half part of the French Way. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, eight, I think, total different <clears throat> different ways you could do it. And some are, like, 600 miles long that's great you know if you've got the time and (laughs) energy that was a b (laughs) so um so what i think what inspired people was um you know they wanted to kind of walk in the steps of the early disciples and it's mostly a religious walk i think that was the preset in the beginning, but I know it's a lot of things to a lot of people now. Mm-hmm. And I do think people will come for some, a spiritual aspect or they're coming to, um, unplug from yeah. our electrified world. They're coming because, you know, maybe midlife crisis or a, or a gap year, a transition, that type of thing. So it's, it's interesting to find out why yeah, people want I mean, to do see it. Lo- We've seen several by themselves. Mm-hmm. Then you see some that are like groups. Mm-hmm. You see everything, every mm-hmm. age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think for me, um, someone asked me, why are you doing it? Like, what's your, what's your reason for doing it? And I, and I was like, I have a question to work out with God. And I'm hoping that he will answer me. And not like full on forever and ever amen just give me something give me something to go on and so I'm, I'm kind of wrestling that out a little bit and it was really cool this morning so you you downloaded books and I downloaded some podcasts and so um that was cool that we could like walk together but we're listening to our own stuff and so I was listening I've mentioned before daily audio bible and I was two days behind um because of all the travel stuff I was really okay letting it get behind because I would build up more to listen to on the walk. So I was listening to a couple days ago and I had just looked down at my shoes and they're just so, which is why you changed, I'm sure, (laughs) to your other ones because they're just nasty. They're dirty and dusty just from one day. Mm -hmm. 
and I looked, I was walking, listening to Dab, and I'm like, wow, my shoes are so dirty. And they do Old Testament, New Testament, Psalm, and Proverb every day, and it gets you through in a year. I get no sponsorship from anything. I just really love this app. It's really great. You should do it. And Brian is a great host for it. So I looked at my shoes, the dirty, and next thing you know, he flips to the New Testament, and it's it's the story of Jesus' last night. It's the Last Supper, and how he takes off his, his outer robe, and he washes the feet, and they're like, you know, why are you doing this? You know, we're supposed to be serving you. And he's like, I need to teach you how to be a servant, so uh, so I'm going to serve you. And, and I love the commentary that Brian gave to it at the end. He said, you know, people are coming in when they get to the house they're coming to back in biblical days, they're grimy, they're dirty, and you have to wash your hands and feet. And he said, think of the the grime and the dirt. And I really did stop and think about all those 12 disciples. Like they were probably coming from different points of the town and what had they done with their day and what kind of grime and dirt was on their feet. And, and for Jesus, it didn't matter. He was gonna wash all their feet no matter where those feet had been or what those feet had gotten into, hands included. Oh. <laughs> so um, he's at that point, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, grime and dirt, dirty feet. I'm like, oh my, so I stopped right there. I was like, hold on a second, Michelle, I need to take a picture. And I'm taking a picture of my shoes and you're looking at me. You're like, what? <laughs> I was like, it's a long story. I'll tell you later. <laughs> so I take a picture of my feet at that exact moment that I had been thinking, wow, my shoes are filthy and my, the cuffs of my pants are filthy. And, and then he's talking about washing feet. And so, you know, his point was, it's not just feet that get dirty, you know, hearts get dirty, minds get dirty, you know, we're asking Jesus to, to wash and cleanse us, and it was just incredibly apropos to have that happen, I don't think it was a coincidence, I think it was a God week, and very excited, that was a cool moment for me, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, yeah, yep, what, what thoughts have you gleaned from today? Adios! Adios! <laughs> <laughs> what thoughts? What thoughts? Deep thoughts with Michelle. <laughs> oh, deep thoughts. I just, I totally enjoy just the whole walk. I mean, just looking, walking the countryside, just, I mean, these aren't like main roads that you're on. And I just love exploring all the beauty and mm-hmm. soaking it all in. Mm-hmm. The flowers here beautiful mm-hmm. the roses are huge yes yeah wow. and I love like the one picture you got of the t- the older couple just both out in the garden working together yes. oh that was so sweet yeah they were on opposite sides of the garden but both bent over working it mm-hmm. she's in her little dress and he's in his pants with suspenders and what teamwork it showed mm-hmm. yeah I was happy to snap that really quick Thank you, people, for letting me do that. <laughs> and remember the couple in town in Saria? Yes. The wife was inside. The husband was outside sitting, and they're just having a conversation. They're sitting, like, five feet apart <laughs> um, on the same side, like, not facing each other. Yeah. <laughs> they're just talking. <laughs> one's inside, one's outside. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to get that picture, but I, I, I wasn't feeling that that would, might be okay, so I didn't. <laughs> but it was neat to experience it. 
I did get, I don't think I told you this. I got a picture of a, of a young couple walking um, by that. Remember we passed by it again to go to mass or and then down to the pharmacy. We passed by that, um, that same road where that couple was. Mm -hmm. I happened to look over and there was a young couple that were like arm in arm walking. And I was like, oh! and they were, their backs were to us. So it was fine. No, no, they not recognizable. And I was like, let's get that picture. And I did. I got it. Well, you got, did you, did you get the one on the trail today where the couple was holding? I did. It was an older couple, Camino pilgrims and they were holding hands. I got that picture too from the back. Yeah. That's fun. It's so fun. Yeah, it's been a great day, and we're going to have dinner and get a good night's rest, and we have a shorter walk tomorrow, and then we'll have some days that are a little longer. Got to do laundry tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, got to find a, <laughs> find where to do laundry. <laughs> and clothes. Yes, but it's been so fun so far, and, and um, even with the unexpected, like the checked bag or my glucose screaming at me all night long, um, Nothing has has taken away from the experience. Um, we roll with the punches and very grateful that we're able to just do this at all and do yes. it together. Yes. Yeah. So this is just the start. So we'll, we'll uh, do another one of these in a few days and see how it's going. <laughs> see, if, see if you're sick of me yet. <laughs> same. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> so for now, we're going to go find out where they're doing dinner and what they're serving and all that good stuff. So, well, buen camino. Buen camino. And buenas noches. <laughs> Adios. Adios. <laughs> Chica. <laughs> okay, we'll see you next time on Real Deep Stuff.